welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this, this is, is Life Pairings. pairings. Because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. Just a little tuck here. Maybe put some extra bits in here. Definitely suck all that out. As today's life bearing is plastic surgery with Riesling. We discuss Rhine, Rhinoplasty, and Rourke. Ooh. <laughs> it's a whole thing. I went with the alliteration this week, Carla. I was very I like excited it. about this, um, this uh, <laughs> landing on this choice. Yes, no, that's very, very poetic of you. I, uh, I, this is why I talk now. I make choices. Uh, I'm making <laughs> acting choices. Okay. Uh, okay, that's not true, but uh, <laughs> I start talking like that. You never know. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, um, this one, we got a ring dinger for you this week. Mm. This one's fun. Uh, cosmetic surgery. Oh, boy. There's so much to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, also, I haven't had it. Have you had it? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Well, I've had a lot of like stitches and stuff like that. So yeah, I know sometimes yeah, you you do that have to is have... the thing is there is a lot of crossover with cosmetic surgery and just general surgery. Um, yes. Oh, and I forgot to mention uh, this week. We have a special guest. She just popped by to have a few beers with us and to Yay. just, just kind of jump in when she wants to. You know her, you love her. Back by popular demand. <laughs> that <laughs> the, can't be true. The one, the only <laughs> Lena F. Newman. Yay. Thank you. I'm contributing nothing to this one. <laughs> Lena, have you had but plastic surgery? Yes. Extensive, really yours? extensive plastic surgery. Oh, man. I no, I wish. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I do have big titties. So. Tiggle well, titties. Do, there you go. So. Sadly, well, they're from eating but no, too much. In, not... in all honesty, no, I have not had any plastic <laughs> surgery. <laughs> too expensive. Uh, Carla, have you had plastic surgery? I haven't, but I probably at some point should i have a huge bump on my head uh that i got from surgery and right. they were like oh we'll send you a plastic surgeon like right after the surgery and i was like don't you fucking touch me anymore <laughs> oh, oh so you had enough. the option to have it removed yeah and then i was like apparently it's just like glue or something from when they did surgery oh that's um, funny but i, I was never like, even at that noticed point, you have yeah, to really you look for in it. certain times oh, okay she has um, to literally like stand in light, tilt her head, and point to it. Then she's like, "Look at this fucking atrocity!" <laughs> and you're like, "Oh yeah, I guess I can see it in the light." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair and enough. That's all you can see forever. On. That's all I look at. I can barely look you in the eyes anymore. <laughs> uh, but I got nothing against it. I, you know, if you want a boob job, go right ahead. You want lipo? Dude. I can't handle any details about that, but. Uh, Oh, I'd love to watch a medical on that because okay. you know what? I, I like yeah, I like, like watching shit like that. Yeah, like watching cysts strain. I recently, Ugh. recently got into uh, watching a guy just trim cows' hooves called the Hoof JP from Scotland. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know. It like it honestly. Pretty, pumped, you a hobby. Oh, I'm busy too. That's the problem. It's like, <laughs> think, it's like overshadowing the actual tasks I have to do in a day. It's calming to me. It's like ASMR. It's like uh. You watch huh. him do it, and then he's just like, now that cow 
is gonna have, go to greener pastures. Like that's how he ends Aww. everything. Like well, he's, that is nice. Yeah, like he just like trims their their hoofs up. Uh, anything like and that, I enjoy them? watching. Is that what happened? No, no, he's like means oh. actual green pastures. Oh, okay, good. good um, good. yeah, but <laughs> like anything like that, I'll watch. <laughs> so I could watch people yeah. get surgery for sure on if there's some sort of channel. I think there is. I think there's the surgery channel. Oh, I'm sure yeah. there is. There's think, so many of those shows, right? The lipo stuff I can't handle. I think the boob stuff I can't handle because the nipples. There's oh, just certain relocate. I'm like, ah, it, it yeah, hurts it's all pretty gross. Yeah, yeah, it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, no. <laughs> which I, I, but if you get in the right crowd and you like mention a thing, mm-hmm. and you have you have little, little secret little pimple poppers just like hiding in the shadows, and you say like, <laughs> oh yeah, I watched. You start off light. You go, I watch a blackhead video, and then they'll they'll go, oh yeah, that's gross. And you're like, is it? And they're like, <laughs> no, I love it. I watch it every night. Um. <laughs> <laughs> i have no shame in watching it i just get i like feel it viscerally like i can feel it yeah i don't know if yeah. it's the most normal of addictions but um Oof. each their I, own yeah exactly speaking of which this truly is and can become an addiction like i, I honestly have right. no uh i have no qualms with plastic surgery yeah no it doesn't no. i'm like honestly like i literally if what you want to do is suck all the fat out of your body, lift your eyebrow, and then shove an aubergine up your arse on Tuesday morning. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You do you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just do your thing. It's like, what What the fuck does that have to do with my day? Like, get yeah. into it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lena, what are your feelings on plastic surgery? <laughs> oh, I'm included. <laughs> I was looking at you the whole time. Oh... What are my feelings? Yeah, no, I kind of have the same feeling. Honestly, do whatever, whatever you want to do. It doesn't. It's kind of like anything, and like for me, anyone that does anything doesn't affect me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just like I can't imagine how this would filter into my day. No, so, exactly. Do whatever makes you feel good. The psychological aspect, you guys. Right. I can imagine this is quite a. Uh, it's a little intense, happy. but it. Here's the thing. It leans to the fact that you actually are psychologically unhealthy. It's, okay, yeah. it's, there's just not a lot of people who are doing this recreationally as like a thing that where they're just like, oh, I just wanted to get one thing done. Yeah. It's oh, okay. like, you know, there are the Botox ladies and stuff, you know, they're like, I just get a little Botox. It makes me feel a little better. And like that sort of a thing right. is really not, there's no major like mental issue linked to, to that. But yeah. going in for like um, multiple uh, operations is not generally, it's linked to a lot of uh, psychological disorders. Right. So right. I found an article on my favorite website called psychologytoday.com mm-hmm. that I mention nice. all the time. Uh, and the and the actual title of the article is cosmetic surgery and psychology or psychological disorder. So it, it's kind of the uh, corresponding um, so it's a little biased because I specifically looked this up, but it is um, it is uh, problematic. So I'll give you a quick little uh, overview, a little read, uh, if you will allow me. Uh, here we go. Please. Uh, the number of cosmetic procedures in the U.S. has dramatically increased over the last decade with an estimated 18 million going under uh, surgical or minimally invasive procedures and this was the study was done in or this they were referencing 2018 so i imagine right. it's gone up since then 
Yeah. But uh, studies have but identified for, during COVID. COVID. Oh, COVID, COVID. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that yeah. old there's chestnut. There's... That old chestnut. <laughs> no, no. Our premier told us it's done. Oh, never right. happened. It never happened. Yeah, yeah it never you're happened. Right. <laughs> you're right. Because, right. totally. yeah, uh, like you couldn't have, I'm guessing you would not be able to get elective surgery, surgery or anything like no. during that period. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so studies have identified two preliminary uh, stimuli for seeking cosmetic surgery. Number one is to raise self-esteem. And number two is to improve image satisfaction. Right. So you just both one is like more of an inside thing. The other is an outside thing. It's like seeing yourself and, 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 and getting like, I look how I want to look. Right. It's essentially the second one. So while these factors are both considered by plastic surgeon, uh, the surgery community to be reasonable motives, it is important to be recognized the potential effect and underlying mental health disorder uh, that is called body dysmorphic disorder, BDD. It's a mood disorder or a personality disorder, and it may have a, uh, and typically people with this disorder seek treatment to, you know, change their body. So body dysmorphic disorder is common among people who have an interest in plastic surgery. It's characterized as a preoccupation with a slight or non-observational defect in appearance that is associated with obsessive thinking and compulsive behavior. It leads to a disruption of activities of their life. If you compare the 1% to 2% of prevalence of BDD in the general population, it rates up to 7 to 15% have been identified with co- in the cosmetic surgery population. Oh right. So if you're you're more likely, to you're get... way you're way more likely than somebody without it to get, because uh, so what? Yeah, they're saying like fifty, up to fifteen percent of people who are getting cosmetic surgery, it can be linked to having uh, body dysmorphic disorder. Right. Is this the same one that they think they're like bigger? I I'm huge I'm fucking huge or I'm too skinny I'm too skinny like it, it's just it's almost your brain tricking you into thinking you're not what it looks like right okay okay so that can be skinny that can be like you know so would, wouldn't that be like not or yeah like anorexia yep 100 percent. Oh, okay yeah so it's like it's like constantly thinking that you're you know like you look differently than you actually look mm-hmm. right obsessive thinking where you like it just ruminates like you have to change it all the time so right um i won't go too much more there but there's so much so the prevalence of mood disorders is also much higher in cosmetic surgery population a recent study found that 44 percent of their patient population has suffered from a psychiatric disorder most commonly depression and generalized anxiety disorder so both yeah. these conditions were found to be uh, correlated with lower self-esteem and lower image satisfaction. Hmm. So right. several personality disorders are also known to be factors in the pursuit of cosmetic surgery. Narcissistic personality disorder, defined by someone's need for admiration and lack of empathy, has mm-hmm. been found in up to 25% of people seeking cosmetic surgery, especially rejuvenation uh, procedures. Right. So, so like making you like younger and yeah so like botox or like um like brow lifts or right those kind of procedures where you're like you're like yeah you're just seeking a younger you right 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 and that's that's i mean that but that that track you know if somebody's incredibly narcissistic and they're obsessed with themselves it only makes sense that they would want they would want even themselves to be the best version of what they thought they needed to be yeah exactly right exactly 
Um, so similarly, uh, three to nine percent of cosmetic surgery patients can be categorized as having a hyster oh hist h <laughs> history why can't i say it <laughs> this is another this is another uh installment of britney can't say a word <laughs> you can do it oh god s-r-h-i-s-t-r-i-o-n-i-c histronic His- yeah sure histronic sure <laughs> Histor- oh, hist- history iconic. <laughs> it sounds like Mr. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh-huh. So. Oh, histronic. 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 Histrionic. <laughs> now I'm looking at the word. Okay. Right, all right, Carla. Now you have a try. Histronic. I can't see the word, so I'm just making it up. Okay. Like hysteria? Is it like hysteria? Histri- I think it's histrionic. Okay. It must, yeah, it must be. That's how it's spelled. So perhaps that's the like, yeah, like hysteria. Well, we're all the, idiots. The so root we know that. Okay. <laughs> um, histronic personality disorder, which is classified as emotional excess with the need to gain attention from others. So yeah, it's like it's like, <laughs> whatever. Um, oh yeah, because isn't there a saying like, oh, that person's up to hy- histronics? No, that's not a. Um, that would make sense. Okay, moving on. Let's never say that word again. They're like, they're they're normally like, hey, that person's kind of a bit of a wackadoodle, huh? That was that's what they used to say. Uh, like, thank God they don't anymore. Yeah, did somebody go like they go a little bit, a little bit like, of hysterical? Yeah, yeah. That uh, so a degree of dissatisfaction with one's physical appearance um, is a prerequisite to cosmetic surgery, obviously. Yeah. And plastic surgeons are uniquely positioned to directly help with these concerns. However, it must be prudent in considering the influence an underlying mental health disorder may have uh, on our patients' well-being. And it is our responsibility to refer for mental health care when these concerns go beyond what can be addressed by the knife and the needle. So this is, this, like I said, this is really just like a look at what, some people like the psychology of doing something like this, like can, I don't know. This is, this is more of a look at like psychological disorders associated yeah. with the, the dangerous side of, of cosmetic the, surgery, which, yeah. So, you, you know, they're giving you numbers like 25% here and 15% here and blah, 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 blah. So that, that, you know, if you looked at it, there's probably 50% of people who are like, I'm, I'm, I'm mentally sound. I'm psychologically sound. Mm-hmm. I just want, I just want this. Cause I think it'll make me, look better and that's how i want to look yeah i mean like too i'm sure it's probably i've been watching a lot a lot of real housewives <laughs> lately uh Marilla hills is my favorite but <laughs> i'm sure it's it's also kind of part of the group thing too maybe like if all of your friends are all getting you know nip and tucked and whatever then then it's almost being part of that community. This is for rich people, obviously. Not, I don't, I don't think if you're like working at the local Starbucks, you and all your colleagues are worried about that. But well, I also, can see like, yeah, you're right. It's it's like your surroundings. Like if everyone around you looks ten years younger than you and they're all the same age, yeah. Then there's the thing of like I've got to keep up. It's like keeping up with the Joneses. It's like. Mm-hmm. I got to look like that. There's also way more of a pressure on women to have cosmetic surgery than there is yeah. men because it's yeah. just like, you have to look young. You can't look haggard. You can't look, you know, 
your teeth have got to be straight. Your skin has got to be fresh yeah. and plump. Your tits, yeah. no matter, despite gravity, have to be up to your <laughs> bottom of your chin. Yeah. If your nipples don't touch the bottom of your chin, <laughs> no one will have sex with you. That's um, right. Or give you a job or... Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it, it, it's really like, it comes down to like your surroundings and stuff like that. I don't know a lot of people who have got a lot of cosmetic surgery. No, I haven't really either. I mean, no. Botox. Botox, yes. Yeah. I know I quite a few people. quite common, and it's not as... I mean, it's not like you go for surgery. You can go to, like, a Botox party. and Yeah. You just go to, like, a girlfriend's house. It's like a Tupperware party. You just get Botox. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my friend... not that crazy. I have a friend who... um, She sent me the funniest thing. She was just like, can you believe the same bitches who are having Botox parties won't get vaccinated? <laughs> and then I saw that meme a thousand times, like two months later, but she for sure was talking about people in her district mm. that she lives around and invite her all the time to these parties. And it was so funny that she like sent it to me in this long thing. She was like, I think this would be great for a bit. And then I kept seeing like other people saying it. And I was like, oh man, I wish everyone knew that she said it first. <laughs> That's so true though right i mean yeah, i'm yeah. pretty sure you're injected with covid yeah during botox, botox party they're just like oh we just put it in your face because you're stupid yeah <laughs> oh my god i think too like that it um cosmetic surgery is changing it's getting a lot better like you used to really be able to tell when people got botox now you can't tell um, yeah that's true yeah one of my like, favorite. I mean, if you think about sort of some classic actresses or people, you know, that have you know have plastic surgery, you can tell. Yeah, but now we don't know. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. My um, I one of my favorite comedians, Bill Burr, talks about uh, uh, cosmetic surgery. How he's like, hey, you know what? Let's just wait till they figure it out. Because yeah. they don't seem to have figured it out yet. <laughs> like, they don't have the fucking facelift on lock yet. No. He's no. like, you don't look like... He's like, you don't look like you're 30. You look like a 70-year-old fucking lizard. That's what you look like. <laughs> like, your face is pulled back. It's insane. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... I think some things they have, you know... I'm sure they can get away with a brow lift, and they can certainly, like, mm -hmm. rhinoplasty looks all right. And, the, you know, like, they can figure out yeah, noses. as long as you don't have a terrible surgeon, I mean, you should look pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. But so, you're right. Some of them they have not figured out yet. They have not. I don't think they figured out the facelift. I don't think they can just start at your eyebrows and pull it back to your... Pull your eyebrows back to your fucking crown of your head. And I do have to say fillers. <laughs> that's my one big thing I do not like, which... uh Lena, fan of The Bachelor, every single girl on Bachelor has fillers. Like when they're 22. Yeah, that is. Yeah, well, to make is, you have those little chipmunk Fillers cheeks. isn't Botox. No, like fills no, in your lines. You're, well, Botox? but it's for them, it's not even that. It's like to give you that kind of really like cute, kind of, apple yeah, totally look. By the way, we're missing uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, that has guys. nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Leaves. Yeah, fillers, yes, is very popular. But yeah, apparently. Do you have any history for us, Carla? I do. Uh, so I wanted to talk about syphilis. Oh, it's Yay! making a comeback, baby. It is making a comeback. I didn't really realize that when I was doing this, but... Uh, Calgary's <laughs> pride and joy. We're Woo! up like 21% or something. Syphilis. Yeah. Get syphilis. Get it in ya. 
<laughs> don't don't um, I actually really was thinking about doing a because everyone I don't know if everyone knows my side job is a writer I was really kind of trying to think about doing a nonfiction book and I thought about doing syphilis after spending three hours doing research for this podcast it will not be doing anything associated with oh syphilis. yeah I was gonna say if you can't handle watch somebody get a uh, liposuction done nope syphilis is really gonna bum you out yeah. <laughs> hey so, you like a- your nose syphilis <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's a six. It, it started. Well, they think it started in the 16th century European <laughs> syphilis epidemic. That's what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So what happens with syphilis? One of the things is that it can uh, cause the soft tissue to decay, which mm-hmm. means that your nose basically like starts to disintegrate, and all that kind of flesh around your nose goes away that son of a bitch will fall right the fuck off yeah jesus so so you don't have any might as well just do cocaine (laughs) i know all those years of staying away from the fucking schnee (laughs) and i could get syphilis could just get die of syphilis with no nose Yeah. yeah uh obviously it was quite a social stigma because you could see it yeah right it's not like you can i actually didn't know that is that is yeah. that still a thing? Like, if people had really, really bad syphilis, like now, yeah, just if, if they don't get treated, like, if, it, if but, it goes untreated, but you'd have to untreat it for like twenty years. Okay, yeah, and by so, that point, you've probably gone insane. Yeah, and died. Okay, hundred <laughs> um, percent. Um, <laughs> so you were anyways, you were was, running around screaming, "My nose has fallen off!" Before it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's now curable because they, with the advent of penicillin in 1928, can uh, you can now get rid of it. So if you have syphilis, go fix that. Mm-hmm. Don't. And if you don't, and if you think maybe you have syphilis, go and get mm-hmm. checked to make sure. Yeah, don't. exactly. Just go get a test. It's free. Don't fuck half the city and then figure it out on your own. Yeah. Uh, what? So what syphilis is then is. Basically, when you get it initially, you get genital sores. Mm-hmm. Woo. Mm-hmm. That's sexy. Uh, a rash, fever, aches, night bone pain. Oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> night boners. I was like, I don't have it for specific. sure. <laughs> like, Brittany, you better get your syphilis checked. I've been, yeah. Yeah. I've- yeah, I've been spru- sprouting. Brittany night- has a lot of night boners. I sprout. I sprout a lot of nighttime boners. <laughs> How I know that I cannot say. <laughs> shall remain unspoken. Uh, so then, a long latent period can follow, sometimes years. So you can have it, not get it treated, and then it just kind of goes away. Well, not goes away, but it becomes. Um, what do you call it? Like, like goes into recession? Oh, like dormant or whatever? Dormant. Yeah. Is that what a recession is? Maybe not the right word. <laughs> um, and then the last phase is abscesses and ulcers. Oh, uh, this is when your nose could fall off. Also, madness. Yay. Oh, yes. I knew that was the one thing I knew the syphilis would give you eventually. Yeah. Crazy, a lot of like crazy, crazy monarchs. And yeah, I was gonna say crazy. a lot of crazy old monarchs had syphilis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it would cause cause severe debility and death. And the other thing that they didn't, because they had were trying to treat it, they didn't have um, penicillin. Obviously, they did not have any moldy bread that they figured out would save people. 
So instead, they treated them with mercury. Oh, bummer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not mercury. You so know. a lot of the times they would just end up dying from mercury you poisoning. just die like two days later anyway. Yeah. Like, well, it, your it syphilis was, it, is gone, but. Yeah. Yes, you it would have been your doctor to be a doctor in that time you're just like i mean i tried to kill them by or i tried to not kill them i tried <laughs> to save their lives by um pouring dirt down their throat but turns yeah. out not a cure it didn't work it was, or it was just like i tried to bleed like... them to death yeah, yeah. or <laughs> i gave Good them old-fashioned bloodletting yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, or i God. stuck my finger in their wound and unfortunately then it now is all green yeah, you're like, oh, they were so respected at that time, too. They did not do anything. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, <laughs> they did not help a single person. I no. feel like that that was my that was my life as an elevator maintenance mechanic. I would show up <laughs> and, and I would show up to elevators and then I will go. Yeah, you were right to call. It's broken. <laughs> and then I would leave. <laughs> we're going to have to get a service team in here. I don't know what the fuck out of it. <laughs> Uh, so this this thing where the I'm going to specifically talk about today is called saddle nose. It's where the flesh rots away around the bridge of the nose, and it starts to cave into the face. So because this was such a obviously you could see it, so um, it was a social stigma. Even if, but the problem was this is like in the 16th century. So the other thing that was happening around then it was a lot of like uh, dueling with rapiers, which I think are like smaller swords i'm sorry say again <laughs> the 16th century was also a big time for dueling with rapiers or oh, rapier oh okay. yeah. rapier oh rapiers <laughs> not rapers probably okay. also nice. rapers 100 but um a lot of the times they would do these like you know duels or whatever and they would get their noses cut off oh boy so rhinoplasty was actually very popular back then but people would have this social stigma against them because they're like oh you uh you've been hanging out with uh the old prostitutes hey and they're like no i was in a duel i promise i was fighting with my, with also them. all i'm picturing is the world's oldest who's on first routine happening here. <laughs> it's like okay. oh do you have syphilis no i was dueling with a rapier oh you were dueling <laughs> with a, a dueling with a raper no a rapier it's a small sword is a rapier a rapier than a raper <laughs> lots of confusion so happen. much confusion yeah. you know just a lot oh. of uh genetic yeah go ahead yeah no that's <laughs> good i like that um so the most popular surgery at the time or sorry pr- procedure i don't think this is what that should be referred to as but was to take uh was the um indian method mm-hmm. don't because they it actually came from people india. in india were doing this so what they would do is they would cut a nose size section from your forehead. So basically like oh my God. but upside down. Like a skin and, graft? Yeah, but it's like, basically a skin old. graft. I but have never doing... described heard any amount of anything described as a nose sized section. <laughs> like not in millimeters, centimeters, inches, no, no. nothing. Uh, I'm going to need about a nose size section. <laughs> but you know what? You would know exactly what that meant. <laughs> exactly. You would know. So, so they would basically cut like an upside down triangle in your head and then leave the, the top of the triangle attached and bring it down over your uh, fake nose and make your nose uh, and leave it because basically then it was still uh, providing blood supply. Oh. 
sick. I can't look. Because if you just take like a bunch of skin off from your body and you just throw it on your nose, it just dries out and doesn't work. Gross. Um. (laughs) Yeah. But but seriously, very sick. (laughs) But seriously, get treated for syphilis. Um. (laughs) Yeah. The moral of the story. (laughs) But Gaspar Tagliacozzi. No, that's a name. He was going to do something old. Damn. He's a little. He's a little cosmetic surgeon of the future okay he decided because obviously you'd still get left with like a massive um scar sure over your forehead i was gonna say you'd have a nose size scar above your forehead (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're just just replacing yeah it's like my nose is fine but now i got a fucking triangle hole in my forehead top of my head walking around like an idiot And no one will still, know. No everyone one knows know. that you have syphilis still. The doctor's <laughs> like, we just actually got to pull up from your upper scalp. We'll cut a, uh, a nose-sized <laughs> section from your upper forehead. I feel like we're chasing the problem here. How far back are we going to go? <laughs> <laughs> so he instead decided or just figured out um, that he was going to take the skin from patients' arms and graft it onto their face. You can kind of so- hide a hole in your arm. That's fine. <laughs> So, so the nose do? was the nose was being replaced by the forehead, and then the forehead skin was being replaced by the arm. <laughs> so it's just like a just, it's just ongoing, a just a vicious. Like I said, you're really chasing grab. the problem. No one heard about taking a chunk out of your arse. No one that wasn't around yet, or what? So he decided you would take the probably a nose size shaped from your upper arm. Okay, you would put it on so you again cut it off cut, well not cut it off sorry cut a flap and then you would graft it onto the nasal cavity but because we want to make sure that blood flow is still happening right mm-hmm. you would have to then hold your arm in place for around two weeks until the graft attached itself to the face oh jesus heck so they would just saying. walk around <laughs> you know if you like okay so put your upper arm over your nose we're actually kind doing of like, this. Yeah. You look like kind of like, you know when you do this skinnamarinky dinky dink thing with the nose, the yep. elephant nose? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, so, yeah, that was a local Canadian, with... that was a Canadian <laughs> ch- children's Sorry, show. That was a very, that was very... good. That was a dated <laughs> reference, which I really appreciated. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like so yeah, that. so they all will try to post a picture, but uh, yeah, basically you just had to like hold your arm over your head with your nose attached to your upper arm. <laughs> Oh come on now! So, I mean, hey, that's a that's a new thing, and I mean, like the the fact that they kind of had figured out all this stuff about, you know, blood supply and like that. Yeah, you could just couldn't take like a chunk off your arm and throw it on your nose. Um, is pretty cool considering that for everything else they were just taking all your blood right. and or giving you laudanum, heroin, whatever. Yeah. So kind of neat that they had figured that out at least. But after um, Tagliacozzi died, then they basically went back to the Indian method with the uh, forehead skin section. Because I can imagine that's less annoying than having to have your arm held in place, I guess, for two weeks. I don't know. Long-term gains versus short-term sacrifice. Right. I mean, that's sure. also how you got into this situation in the first place. So <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a real cyclical <laughs> event. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. 
So some of them did have artificial noses. Uh, talk, mm. I can never say this. Talk, talk, Taco Brahi, Taco Brahi, the astronomer. He lost his nose during a uh, duel and may have replaced it with one of silver and gold. Oh, yeah. He was an uppity so there bitch. Are, <laughs> there are metal plated artificial noses that you can see like in museums and stuff. So, uh, but for those who were fine, wanted to be accepted with their no nose, in 1709, Mr. Crumpton assembled the No Noses Club in, I think, in Britain. Aww. Oh, that's for nice. For flat faced people to meet once a month. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. I like it. That's nice. Before right? the, just after the flat earthers were the flat faces. <laughs> the flat faced people probably make a lot more sense. Than... They probably would. Oh, um. So yeah, that's my little history, cosmetic story. That one. Can be uh, before we go into the future, Brittany. Yeah. Should we talk about our other little project that we have for our listeners? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Do I know? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah join yes. the Patreon, you guys. Uh, yeah, we we made some of them sober. We made quite a few of them drunk. But there's all <laughs> kinds of access to bonus content. Um, you can learn about different beer glasses. Uh, which beer goes in which glasses, different wine glasses, Why? what you should drink wh- white wine in, what you should drink red wine ah. in. Um, mm-hmm. There's all kinds of uh, merch opportunities. Mm-hmm. Love merch. Um, there is, what other, what, other, what other stuff we got on there? We've got just bonus episodes as well, which is where you can kind of start. If you'd like, just hearing a bonus episode once a month. We've done... We didn't want to bonfires where we were not sober for most of it uh, <laughs> or any of it. Uh, we've also done a series on tragically hip songs for old Canadian stuff. We're doing one currently on summer classics. Yeah. So like uh, tubing. Yeah. Uh, or water slides. Oh, okay. Like summer activities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, driving movies. I think we we're going to hit up next. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. All kinds of different uh, content is some of it is uh the, the the summer classic series the episodes are a little bit differently formatted they're quick they're easily to digest so yeah there's lots of fun stuff over there and most importantly uh that just helps us with uh podcast related costs uh, yes. do we mean booze and sound equipment yes <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that it, it helps us uh, stay on the air, and it uh, and it proves us worthy of another episode. So, uh, if you are inclined, please go over to the uh, website www.lifepairingspodcast.com, and in the top right hand corner, there's a button that says Patreon. If you click it, I believe you can get in at like two two dollars and seventy five cents or something, right, Carla? Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's two dollars American, maybe three dollars Canadian. Yeah, what a bargain! It's a pretty bit. It's pretty pretty little amount a month. Yeah, uh, that's less than a coffee, guys, and it's just once a month, <laughs> and it just helps us immensely. Uh, yeah, so do that, uh, or else we will starve to death. Thank you yeah. so much. Um, <laughs> uh, our little our little commercial, and now yeah. back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you want me to bring us into the future? Yes. Well, I, I don't know how futuristic this is, but I can't help myself with a top <laughs> 10 list. And when yes. that top 10 list ends in botched surgeries, you can bet oh. your sweet ass I'm going to get to the end of that article. Um, I'm excited. 
Okay, so here's the thing. A lot of celebrities, the funny thing about celebrities is they everything, it, the sad thing really, is it's just mm. all in front of everyone. Right. So if you make a mistake and you're just trying to keep up with the Joneses and you're trying to stay young so you can still get work and you're trying to, and then someone just, I don't know, tries to cut the top of your forehead to make a new nose. <laughs> yeah. It can Everyone... Re- knows about it i think i've already made it <laughs> oh, oh come Lena. on again <laughs> jesus <laughs> round two get um, me out of here <laughs> okay so uh, uh and actually one that i hadn't thought about uh that hmm. made this top 10 list kenny rogers what yeah so uh i'll post some of these pictures are pretty uh yeah he had Surgery? Yeah, he says he Ooh. he. Well, he was good friends with Dolly Parton. That's true. Oh yeah, I can see. Like he had a kind of a young, where he had like a grizzled looking sort of beautiful plump face, and mm-hmm. then they stretched his skin like way up high. Like he looks, you know what? In in the surgeon's defense, it looks like he cut his forehead, and then he fucking yanked on it. Right. Which I guess is what a facelift is. Which is that's exactly yeah. what it is, but. He and he got an eyelid lift, and it's just like now his eyelids are really tight, and he kind of always had that squinty, like, yeah, like gazing into the future look. He was a very handsome man. Uh, he was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Uh, Joan Rivers has made the list. Uh, yes. Well, of course, legendary, yeah. legendary. But you know what? I gotta say, like, she had like kind of an iconic look. Yeah, and, and she owned it. She never was like, oh well, no. And she had this is all me. She always owned it. So So it says uh, Joan Rivers admits to having had lots of plastic surgery, including facelifts, neck lift, eyelid surgery. uh, And she makes no apologies. Some might say her work has been overdone, but who cares? She's a piece of work in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) So this is all done by uh, this list has also been created by a plastic surgery called Dr. Yun Donatella Versace. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, she looks like something. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to rip on people's looks. I really don't. But but it, she's a bit. Yeah, that's that one's a bit more obvious. Yeah, it's very obvious. So I don't she, think it did her any favors. No, it mm. just like it just like she looked like a a pretty lady, and then they she looks like a, I don't know. She doesn't look like you would look as you age she doesn't really look like human anymore no No. she's got uh, she's like with the super plump lips and uh so anyways so it's just like her top lip i guess is 50 percent larger or sorry her bottom lip is 50 percent larger than her upper lip so like that's weird yeah so like (laughs) it was kind of botched oh but you think she'd have so much money to like fix it no and sometimes the, I think you can't. Who played her? Did anybody watch the, the the assassination of Giovanni Versace? Giovanni uh, Versace. No. No. No, it, no. That was like pretty faint. Was that a Ryan Murphy? Yeah. Production. You can always. It's tell very good. I'm just trying to think who played her. It's like the the whole cast is. Yeah, it's just like he casts the same people in everything. I know. Yeah. And it's very, it's always just like the, even just like the look of things, like in just the storytelling, you're always like, is this Ryan Murphy right away? And it's obviously always good, but it's just like, you can tell, I can tell. Um, also just like, so she has the waxy skin, you know, when people have really right. like waxy skin, it doesn't even look yeah. real anymore. That's, uh, that's possibility is the possibly a result of multiple laser treatments. 
So if you just so like it kind of destroys your skin a bit in a way, or like, yeah, it's like supposed to be it. like it changes. I guess it changes the composition of it really, so it takes hmm. on a different look. Hmm. Um, uh, one of the more famous ones. Do you guys want to take a guess? Dolly Parton. Oh. Uh, nope. Dolly Parton has not had a botched. Yeah, she's. Oh, had... sorry, not. Bo- sorry, I. Oh. I'm not even paying attention to you guys. Um. <laughs> Renee, Renee sorry, Renee. this was botched. <laughs> yeah, botched surgeries. Um, uh, do you want to take a guess, uh, Carla? Uh, I don't know. Um, dead. Dead. Okay. One of the worst people to ever live, but the Trump's... king of pop. Oh, Michael, oh, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. So, of course. Ooh. Oh my God. How did we oh, forget he him? Never had. Carla. He had a uh, whittled down nose, lightened skin, an unnatural yeah. cleft in the chin, a chin implant, a lip uh, augmentation, and God knows what else it says. <laughs> he was freaky looking. Yeah. He then was we discussed how he used to like how he looks. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Heidi Montag, do you guys know her? Yeah, she was a model, and then uh, uh, she went underwent she underwent ten cosmetic surgeries in one day, <gasps> and now she Uh-oh. looks like less of a person and more like a Barbie doll. That's what's written here. Right, is because she was like trying to. She's all also like the craziest thing in the world. Is she's fucking gorgeous, right? Like I yeah. wouldn't like. Why would you change anything about yourself? Um, one I didn't. I wonder, sorry, you mentioned doing like ten at ten at a time. Apparently, one thing I did run into, I didn't write down all the details, but is this like, tr- um, tr- like vacation surgery, where you go like to somewhere where it's cheaper, oh, maybe like Turkey yeah. or something, and you get like a whole bunch of stuff done. Well, yeah, yeah. and you kind of have to do it in like the span. Of yeah, and it's there, very right? dangerous, obviously, because maybe the health regulations aren't as up to date therefore that's why it's cheaper also like presumably you'd have to fly and if you've had like major surgery you're not really supposed to be flying yeah Yeah. within however many days Um, yeah so another one is not so botched but definitely like made an impact on like really changed the way she looked uh, was yeah. Jennifer Grey from Dirty Dancing, our old pal yeah, Jennifer yeah. Grey. Yeah. She does look substantially different, not in a bad way, but she does look she different. She looks very, very different. And she so a, I think even she commented on that because she went from like so dirty because she had a very like distinguished look. Yeah, she went from like Dirty Dancing, Ferris Bueller. Was she had Bueller? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that other movie that oh, I can't remember. Um. And she basically, I think even she herself said, like, I'm like, she's like, she went from being this big household name yeah, to being, like, unrecognizable. Because people yeah. just, I mean, she does look good. But yeah, she didn't look anything she like she doesn't look anything like she right. used to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, and then they said, like, her kind of looking generic then got in the way of getting hired because they hired her because they right. liked exactly how she looked. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, next, as promised, Mickey Rourke. Oh, uh, Mickey. Uh, Mickey Rourke uh, had a, a very famously botched um, plastic surgery, multiple, I think. He, oh. if you look up an old picture of Mickey Rourke, he was like gorgeous. He was like baby faced and just like so handsome. Yeah, he was a handsome guy. Um, He's the one in the in the um, the wrestler. Wrestler. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't look good anymore. 
No. Okay. Another one. Uh, find a smaller. Oh yeah. Okay. Very noticeable mm-hmm. person with a uh, um, uh, plastic surgery. Our our friend, our the one, the only king of the props, carrot top. Carrot top. What? Oh, oh yeah. Probably eyebrows. Take a look at carrot top. He he certainly has had some stuff done to him. Um, and then the last one to appear oh. is uh, Priscilla Presley. But I gotta say, like she obviously had plastic surgery, but she looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. she does look good. She's had a lot of. So I guess it wasn't botched. No, I'd I'd, I'd go I'd I'd go as far as to say unbotched. You know who yeah. I think has really great plastic surgery? Who? Hmm. Jane Fonda. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like whoever is her surgeon. I, I like want a miracle worker. Yeah. Yeah. She's absolutely. She perfect. really does look amazing, and she's like pushing ninety or something. She's fucking yeah. like she's she, up there. She is. She's like one hundred and fifty-two years old. Like but I don't she look <laughs> better than we do right now. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so um not so much of a news story as it was uh just a look into perhaps the future of uh plastic surgery Um, well it's good to know i really like to tie it all together there (laughs) yeah there's some surprising names kenny rogers but then now i think about it yep Mm um so carla you Mm -hmm. have chosen this week's uh drink uh do you want to tell us what it is and why you chose it Sure. I just looked up on the internet what is the lowest calorie wine, <laughs> uh, and I got Riesling back. Oh, uh, which is a German wine. Um, yes. Although not like, and maybe I don't know if we talked about this. It's it you can get Rieslings all over the world. Yes. It's not a what we call it, like champagne that we've talked about or prosecco or anything like that. So. Um, but yeah, it's basically just, it's low calorie. I thought if you're going to get plastic surgery, you probably yeah. want to be drinking something. Yeah, you you don't want to you don't want to get a, a sweet nose job and then bury <laughs> toss back a bottle of beer. Yeah, you're going to want to really watch your waistline. Uh, <laughs> I, I say that as I just buried back uh, ten McNuggets, a cheeseburger, and four beers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> please know you're I fine don't with how you look because you're not going to get plastic, uh, plastic surgery, surgery. Ooh, I, no I'm just broken lazy I mean that's different <laughs> uh, uh, but <laughs> sure well if I could make somebody run my legs for me I would uh, <laughs> wouldn't we all wouldn't we all wouldn't yeah we all? Uh, uh, let me tell you a little bit about what a Riesling is for those who don't know uh, a Riesling is a white grape variety, which originated in the Rhine region. A Riesling is an aromatic grape variety displaying flowery, almost perfumey aromas with high acidity. It is used to make dry, semi-sweet, sweet, and sparkling white wines. Hmm. So a Riesling hmm. wines are usually found varietally pure and are seldom oaked. So they're not put in an oak barrel. Ah, okay. Uh, Riesling was estimated to be the world's 20th most grown grape at mm-hmm. 48,700 hectares, 120,000 acres uh, around the world. So it's oh. a pretty popular, I suppose, yeah. wine, I Lena guess. And actually, Lena and I were drinking it the other day. Yeah, that was from one of your... Good- um. Was it part of your one of your wine club wine? That was my Evolve wine club. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Um, but it's a nice, you know, we were sitting out 
in the backyard. Hot day. It's it's a very nice summer it was wine. Quite, yeah, say. it was crisp. Well, it's refreshing. Yeah. Well, I yeah. um I I went in and I picked us a, a specific riesling. So I got that oh. one, which uh won the 2019 uh uh best wine award. Let's see here, Ooh. and it is the it is the upper bench um mm. riesling from the south uh of the okanagan i thought we'd pick an okanagan wine as well i was kind of looking for one because our poor okanagan is on fire currently yeah, it is so i thought we would celebrate Quite the them. disaster out there yeah. yeah yeah so yeah oh sorry they won the annual lieutenant governor's wine award so they are okay. the upper bench estate winery and they are located in Penticton. Upper Bench is a boutique winery and produces a limited number of cases per year. So if you're thinking of picking some up, you better move quick before it sells out. <laughs> <laughs> well, get uh, on it. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, uh, that's pretty cool that it's, it's winning awards. Uh, head out to the Okanagan when it's a little safer to go. I encourage yeah. you. Unfortunately. Uh, we had a, yeah, we had a trip. Um in 2020 yeah yeah out there yeah. the three of us and, we and our friend chantel and we're on fire and one of us awesome. just had a baby so next yeah. year next, next year. year we'll try oh, yeah yeah next year hopefully but... it's less on fire <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, our right. favorite but uh yeah so our thoughts go out to the uh obviously british columbia and uh more specifically mm-hmm. sort of southern british columbia that has seemingly been on fire for the last month um and uh you know buy all the bc wine you possibly can because i'm sure those wineries are going to need the support lots Uh, of them will ship lots of them like it's you know it's actually cheaper to buy yeah the case right you would be buying in the i'm got distracted they apparently have cheese (laughs) what at this at this winery oh you're looking up you're looking up the website (laughs) yeah they're creamery as well so they they make cheese as well Oh, oh my god which is pretty cool okay well uh, now we know we're going next year yeah definitely we'll have to hit this one up uh in the meantime you got oh no do you have any facts for us oh yes i do so you kind of mentioned but riesling is germany's most planted white wine grape so here in germany obviously very very popular um and it has a distinct i did not think this but who knows uh apparently it can have a distinct petrol gasoline aroma Oh, interesting. Really? Yeah. So it, it's from the <clears throat> trimethyldehydronaphthalene. Oh, God. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, just, that just rolls off the tongue, huh? Uh-huh. Or TDN. And apparently quarks will absorb some of this um, scent, but uh, a lot of them are from screw crap screw caps and so that we will have that more scent it doesn't mean you're drinking petrol or gasoline or anything it just has more of this tdm n thing in it right oh okay uh a little back to the cosmetic surgery 40 percent of all breast reduction apparently according to the website is done on men oh Oh, say that again 40 percent of what all breast reduction surgery. Oh yeah, because they're probably got uh, a little flabby in the old titties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the word plastic comes from the Greek word plastikos, meaning to mold or give form to something. 
So that's why it was called plastic surgery because it was it, uh, it, the first use of plastic surgery was in 1837. That was 18 years before plastic was even invented. Right. Okay, that's that's funny because yeah, when, yeah. Like when you're younger, or even five minutes ago, when you say plastic <laughs> surgery, you always think of yeah. Why is it called that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I always thought yeah, plastic. You look, you know, it's like using plastic. Yeah, or but like no, they're using plastic products or something. Yeah. No. No. Good. To so. Know. Um, during the Renaissance, when like kind of what we were talking about with the syphilis, the barbers were the ones that would perform most of these kind of procedures. So you go get a little shave, a little tuck, a little nip. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm the, sure um, almost nobody died from that. I'm sure everyone <laughs> was totally safe. Uh, I can Original imagine. use of liquid silicon, which is often what is in the... Uh, I don't know if it's now in, in um, breast augmentation, those things. Um, but apparently it was used by the Japanese to fill out withered legs of polio victims. Oh, cool. So that's kind of cool. Very cool. And then here's the one that I have... Whew, okay, morning. Good morning, uh, everyone. <laughs> first breast augmentation was in 1893 in germany hey look ties back to our hey, wine there we hey, go there we go uh when a patient needed to have a growth removed from their breast but they also had a fatty growth on their back so they just took the one out from their breast and they took the fatty growth from their back and they put it in the breast okay uh-huh huh that's yep okay it's inventive and certainly- i mean yeah uh, i did not see how long that person lived for yeah <laughs> five minutes <laughs> after the surgery it's crazy uh, so though yeah. that that was you know what they thought to do yeah uh, yeah back then i mean like it's you're just like just take crazy. one part from another part we did learn that from the nose thing yeah interesting so very cool are yeah. those are those your facts? Those are my facts. Well, you guys, this has been another fun, uh, <laughs> another fun episode. Uh, yes, thank you, Lena, for your contribution to, to our weird, weird <laughs> um, stuff. Anytime. <laughs> Uh, you guys thank you for listening we do this every week uh big thanks to 604 uh uh record label the uh pod uh, every comedy here podcast network who uh keeps us running and uh talks to us every week and we love them very much and uh yeah sign up for our patreon like listen subscribe we love you thank you very much for doing this with us thanks guys thanks ladies